I am excited. Today is a day you have long been waited for. Dr. Alan Barris, play the cricket sound. Play the cricket sound. Play the cricket sound. That's not the cricket sound. Hold on. God, you suck as a producer. Ah, (laughs) What are you doing, dude? (laughs) There we go. Uh, Alan, Alan I, when you were out of your chair, I was going to throw it over to you and have Shirley play the cricket sound, but um, <laughs> you were either too fast or he was too incompetent to actually one of pull the two. it off. One of the two. I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go with the incompetent one. <laughs> At yes. least I have hair. I, okay. Wow. That's You're, mean. You know what? Why are you attacking Alan like that? Yeah, Jeez. You, are, you are immature. You are a narcissist. Really? You're resentful <laughs> really? and you're demanding. Oh, wait. No, that was my psych evaluation. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just got the phone. So, yeah, I just got the phone with my psych evaluation. So I recommend everybody go talk to your shrinks. Make sure that you can stay sane in these unsane times. Is unsane a word? Insane. Unsane is not a word. It should be. It should not be. Wait, wait, wait. Alan? I think it's a band name. Ooh. Uh, so it's a word. If yeah. it's a band name. It's a thing. Just because it's a thing doesn't mean Do you know what else word. is a band name? What else? Shoot, I can't remember. Oh, jeez. That's a band name? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it could very well be. Alan, were you ever in a band? No, unfortunately. Do I have want... no musical talent. Did, we should start one, then. You don't have to have musical <laughs> yeah. talent to be in a band. Come Barris, on. Barris looks like he could be the lead singer for a death metal screamo band. Alan in a black trench coat with a big bass. A, wait, a stand-up bass? That's how he walks into his classes every day. With a bass guitar? No, just in a black trench coat. Oh, well, yeah. A stand-up bass? Speaking of musical instruments, today is a day. Is a day, dude. <laughs> so, so producers Stop. aren't supposed to talk. Yeah, who does he think he is? I don't know what he thinks. He you is. think you're D Rock? Who's D Rock? Who? Gary Vaynerchuk, D Rock. Never mind. Anybody? Today is the day that you have long been waiting for. The day when the musical reference I made earlier will make sense thirty seconds from now because you watched. Whoosh. Star Crash. Michael Klink, BG alumni. Mike Vanderpool, BG alumni. The doctor, Alan Barris, the one who's got the coolest hat at graduation. Dr. Because- Love. Can I? Say, can we say Dr. Love? We've been saying Dr. Love. We've been saying that the entire time. No, Barris, I'm, I'm not just the entire time. Like last Dr. Episodes. Barris, a Notre Dame alumni. Oh, as well, yes. Notre Dame and the Ohio State University. Oh, Ohio State. Okay, he's yeah. a fighting Buckeye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but he does have the coolest head at graduation by far. Uh, Dr. And the L- dumbest robes. Yes, Dr. L-U-V, for those of you keeping score at home. We are here today to talk about a film that I love, Cyborg. Not to be confused with Sheborg. Which I also watched last night. Oh, you watched that? Oh my god, yes. That looked like we should have watched that more. It's it might not be an apocalyptic film. It's more of a apocalyptic trash fire. <laughs> no, it's a pre pre apocalyptic film. So it fits in this. Season. It would, yes, yeah. it would. Yes, it is is it on the same level as Galaxy Lords? It is better than Galaxy Lords. Okay. It looks better than Galaxy yeah. Lords. <laughs> it's better than Galaxy Lords. Um, it is hyper-violent, kind of like hobo with a shotgun. Okay. Uh, hyper-violence, whatever they call that. Uh, very similar to um, the the Hot Fuzz. Is that the English stuff that Simon Pegg does? Yeah. 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 It, very similar feel well, to that. It's an Australian film, so it's got a little bit of that kind of... But the Hot Fuzz was about just all action movies, and there was, there was an homage, but it's a comedy still. This was not good. 
Well, <laughs> Hot Fuzz was amazing. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like the comparison ends at basically like they had accents. <laughs> <That was pretty laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I decided to watch that at one o'clock last night. Okay. And then finished watching Cyborg, yeah, at three o'clock. So I was I was just kind of an insomniac. I woke up at midnight and then decided to watch Cyborg again. I did not take notes because this movie does not need notes. It is oh, one I big, got some notes. <laughs> I got some notes. It is one big uh, right after another. Right. Yes, but who picked this film? You did. Well, you. I, I did because of Alan, though, right? Yeah, I got kind to of, admit, sorta. I probably put the bug in your ear he, about it, it. Peer pressure. That's that's called Inception. I did the dope because of Alan. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Don't blame me for your drug habit. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Alan. <laughs> uh, By the way, Vanderpool, I've got your podcast name. Oh, what is that? Uh, I was just listening to last podcast on the left's uh, coverage of the Matamoros cult murders. And one of the members of the murder cult uh, went by the incredibly, despite being a horrifying murderer, um, went by the incredibly awesome nickname of El Doobie. Nice. <laughs> yes. Short for El Dubious One. Ooh. Or another thing. Doobie Doobie Doo. Way to ruin the joke, Scooby Dooby Doo. Oh. Zoinks. Oh, man. <laughs> Will the fun ever start? Yes, it will. Right? I'm going to take those buttons away from you. Somebody needs to fix that rusty cart, because that does not sound like crickets. It's crickets, bro. Rusty cart. Speaking of rusty carts, Cyborg is a post-apocalyptic <laughs> film <laughs> that is uh, cyberpunk. No. It, yeah, it's, it's How? No, what? steampunk. Steampunk, sorry. steampunk Steampunk. Do you know what? A no. little bit. How? Yeah, what? That's how it's described. How? Um. It is, uh, if you notice, the costumes are like a weird mishmash of stuff from, uh, for, like, uh, of uh, various productions. Um, apparently, a lot of the uh, uh, items were from Masters of the Universe and the aborted sequel to Masters of the Universe, among other things. Yes. Well, this movie so made me sad So it does kind now. of have a weird out-of-time look to it. Also, well, uh, Spider-Man. Wait, what? They were, they were the studio. Oh, a Spider-Man that, version. Yeah. The studio that did this had the license rights to do He-Man and Spider-Man. Um, but Canon Films, which every cool movie from when we were teenage boys, except for you because you were a baby, Clink, um, was by Canon Films. Uh, I watched Master of the Universe when I was little, um, and I wish they had a sequel, and now I'm sad. So this movie, even though it did... Well, you kind of watched it, so... <laughs> even though Cyborg did extremely well, I mean, they made it for half a million dollars and it, it made million, multi-millions at the box office, it still was the last film that Canon made because they went bankrupt. So part of oh. that, they were losing money because uh, two Israeli guys were the people behind uh, Globus and Gollum. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, Golan and Globus. Yeah. Uh, they were the two producers, people behind all the canon film. I think Death Wish uh, was in there. A lot of the um, Branson stuff, whatever. But okay. they made a ass ton of movies, for lack of a better phrase. And uh, this was their final. This was their final movie. So and then, Albert Pune was one of their directors yeah. uh, that they employed an awful lot. By the way, wait until we get to the list of films that I've seen by this guy. Nice. Uh, just the ones I've seen. Hey, Alan, have you seen Electric Boogaloo? I have not actually, although that's the one with the uh is it is it the is it 
Breakin or Breakin 2 that has the incredibly awful clip of Jean-Claude dancing? Uh, I think it's Breakin... I, I don't know. It's one of the two Breakin movies. I just can't remember which one, and it's ridiculous. Uh, it's, uh, is that the one that's Obviously memed? the lowest point of Jean-Claude Van Damme's career, and he's had a lot of low points. And is that the one where he's got like the uh, tank top on and he's kind yeah, of doing the Trump dance? Yeah, he's dancing... Um, very badly yeah it was a trump dance that's where trump learned to dance trump no, I a, did. I he's that. a product of the 80s you didn't know that well yeah i knew that okay uh but no electric boogaloo is not only it's the subtitle for break in two but it's also the name of a documentary film about canon cyborg <laughs> uh i would like to thank you for ruining my childhood whoever made me watch this film alan what because you picked it i know you picked it <laughs> you picked but it. i know um because i misremembered so John claude Van Damme, if you don't know, every movie he's in, he does the splits. Yes. And yes. this movie, he does the splits in a... And kills a guy. Doorway and kills a guy. You got a knife up above. My remembrance of this, misremembrance of this, was that he was like way high up above the guy and fell down. And it was like an epic shot, like almost comic book style, right? Like, But he's like 10 feet above the floor and the guy walks right under him and doesn't notice him. And it's like, this is stupid. To be fair, it's supposed to be in the dark. Quote quotes it's supposed to be in the dark. Yeah, okay. but they had to do movie has to do movie. Yeah, and it's but still it's pretty still, impressive. It still looks all right. I, I, mean, I think it's the best of his split shots. Well, I mean. no, the best split shot is the semis that was like Ooh. what three or four years ago. That he was doing oh, in the commercial. Two, yeah, the it was commercial. A commercial. Yeah. Oh, okay. that was the best split one. Yeah. All right. Well, this is number two. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a really lame gimmick for an action movie hero. Speaking of number two, this movie was written in two days. Seriously? Yeah. Really? Wow. I couldn't have told that from watching it. <laughs> what, what, what? Weren't most oh. of the quotes like, ah! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this movie, <laughs> I think, is great, though, because it uses zero exposition. Yep. It's it's uh, all done through narration. flashback. Is there's there? a little bit at the beginning. Well, the at the beginning, but it's not like, in the year 2069.42, Earth did this, blah, blah, blah. That sounds like a start date, sir. <laughs> well... Okay, I'm, I'm mixing my genres. I apologize, but um, uh, all of the flashback stuff I think works really, really well. Like this movie, the fight scenes uh, are pretty good. They're like half good. I yeah. mean, some of them are actually really, really well shot. Mm -hmm. um, Others are shot like some a are, fight scene. Yeah, yeah. The um, the, some the, consist of yelling, which we'll get to later. Yes. <laughs> uh, the costuming I thought was really good. Uh, the settings. This was actually shot in Wilmington, North Carolina. Did you know that? I mean, it looked like it was in North Carolina. <laughs> it definitely looked bit. like it was from the in the south. It looked like around the same area, maybe off the coast, that the turtles stayed in. In the turtles movie, because yeah. there was a sewer. Wait, what? Oh, there was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, yes. but yeah. Okay. Um, Synergy. They work together. <laughs> uh, uh, Van Dam. I like his role. I like everybody's role. I think the acting is okay. The one thing where this falls down for me was the uh, CGI when the cyborg is revealed. Oh, it's yeah, not CGI yeah, it's though. Well, oh, well it's, it's okay. You're right. It's whatever, not computer it's generated. It, yeah, it's it's uh, stop motion. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, special effects. But so okay. Before we get into all this, Alan, you suggested this season when. Oh, I don't remember. It was definitely before we finished up the superhero season. It was probably like an episode or two out before the end. So we weren't in COVID times. Um, I 
I don't think we were. No. Actually, I don't remember when we did suggest it. Maybe it was beforehand. Maybe I am some kind of crazy prophetic genius. Because, I mean... Let's just say I am. (laughs) This whole season has been kind of spot on except for this movie. Because the whole point of this movie is there's a plague... And the cyborg has the cure, and she has to... The cyborg is a she. She has to go to, to the Atlanta. place. She has to go to Atlanta to, to do the magic thing. To go to the CDC. Well, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it's MacGuffin, 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 MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Oh, it's yeah, a road yeah, trip yeah. movie. Kind of. And they walk really fast. <laughs> but yeah. the, the point being is these people don't know, don't know how to plague because they show one person suffering from the plague, and everybody else is super clingy. Like... Obviously, we're in COVID times. We're used to the social distancing thing, but everybody's touching each other, and there's blood happening, and people are getting splashed with blood sometimes, or or this and that, and science fiction. I understand that, but I mean, now we live in this time, and that really bothered me. Just the there amount wasn't of, a lot of plague. Yeah, the <laughs> amount of touching and the amount. So if there isn't a lot of plague, then okay. Anyways, maybe they were all just in each other's close circles. Who are you the again? Whole movie. Uh, JC, the producer. JC, most JC, and Sweet. the buttons. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> this does this movie? Does motherfucker? <laughs> does this movie star anybody else that that matters in the world? Um, All right, uh, Vincent Clinn, the incredibly weird-looking uh, heavy uh, Fender, because everyone's named after guitars or musical instruments, and Vincent Clinn was in. Point Break, because he's a surfer, and he looks really weird in that, too. You know, I've heard, of, I've heard of how amazing that movie is, Point Break. Yeah. Never seen it. I saw it, but Point I Point Break is, I, it's, it drags, uh, but uh, it does have Lori Petty in it, so yay. Speaking of, did you see that there's a, uh, oh shoot, no, that was Sheborg. <laughs> At the end of Sheborg, one of the characters were in a Tank Girl t-shirt. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna so I I apologize. I'm gonna mix up Sheborg and Cyborg. Yes. Okay. All right. So because you're not gonna let me get there by any kind of natural segue, <laughs> nope. Allow me to talk about the other films that Albert Pune has been responsible for inflicting on me. All right. Now I haven't actually seen Kickboxer, but that was the at least Ooh. as far as I know. But that's the uh, Jean Claude franchise that he was closest associated to. Yep. Uh, he also directed a little movie starring a little-known gal named Kathy Ireland uh, called Alien from L.A., which was featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's one of their best episodes. Uh, she is terrible. She's <laughs> like, I brought her up in an earlier episode as an example of why you don't let actors or why you, why you don't let models act. Uh, and this is why I was so impressed by Dorothy Stratton, because, well, she's competent, whereas... Um, Look at Alan. Kathy Ireland wasn't. Look at Alan uh, throwing it back to season one. Thread in the needle. Galaxina, nice job. Synergy, tying <laughs> everything together. Uh, then uh, also Sword and the Sorcerer, which was a, uh, I think, right after Conan uh, fantasy movie ripoff, uh, starring uh, Richard Mull, weirdly enough, as the villain. Uh, that's uh, Bull from Night Court. Oh, uh, hey, yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew Clink would have been a Night Court fan. I love oh, Night I love Court. That. I yeah. love Night Court. Uh, and uh, he also directed a little trashy movie called Doll Man. Uh, and incidentally, Doll Man is particularly important because uh, the hero of Doll Man, the character's name is Brick Bardo, 
which also happens to be the name of one of the thugs in this. Apparently, Albert Pune has a weird thing for the name Brick Bardo for reasons I don't understand. So I like it because he's got notes and he's actually reading off the notes and he's got actual like historical notes about our podcast and he's bringing it back. We don't have to do anything, Clink, but just show up and look pretty. Dude, I I, I always (laughs) don't do anything. <laughs> Just look, like my classes. We gotta look pretty in our podcast. Yep. Hi. Hi, mom. Um, did you notice? And this is where I'm gonna go back to our uh, brilliant introduction and segue in with the musical instruments. The names of the characters. <laughs> I did being, not notice that actually. Being, uh, Gibson Rickenbacker. Yep. I actually noticed that before. Like Rickenbacker is a guitar brand that you know uh, John Lennon used to play Rickenbacker. So, and that's not a common word. Like Gibson and and Les and and wouldn't necessarily be. Uh, that dominant uh, oh. or that, that prevalent, but uh, Gibson Rickenbacker, uh, Strat Fender Strat, no, not Fender Strat, Fender Marshall, like all kinds of mm-hmm. combinations of uh, musical instruments. Pearl, which is another, uh, which yeah. is a f- character's name that's a, a drum uh, brand. Uh, we've got uh, Nady Simmons later on, another combination of uh, instrument makers. So you said Rick Rickenbacker, yeah, that I didn't think instrument, I thought popcorn <laughs> or Redenbacher, nice, yeah. So that's oh, it was it was Fender Tremolo. I thought Eddie Rickenbacker actually the guy who shot down the Red Baron, but anyway, I think Fender Fender is the big bad in this the the surfer mm-hmm. guy with bad teeth and really blue eyes. Fender um, Tremolo, yeah, Tremolo, piercing eyes that will go into your soul. Yes, they made a big yes. deal out of showing his eyes. Right, it was really yeah. weird, and his teeth that will go into your soul as yes. well because they're so, so bad. Not only was there a plague, there was a meth problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then when he takes off his shirt at the end, he was very skinny. Like, he's muscular, but a skinny kind of muscular? You mean when he's this movie lean. devolved into... Uh, ah! yeah. When yeah. this movie devolved into gay porn? Um, If gay porn consisted entirely of yelling at each other as opposed to actually having sex, yes. Uh, there was a whole lot of punching Surely, going you're on. You're going to have to cut this out. We say. The end of this movie was like an issue of men's health. That's all. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> with a, you, with uh, you can wardrobe leave that by in. International yeah. Mail. Oh, my dad used to get that. International Mail? You never, my roommate never, used no. to get International Mail. We used to laugh about how how incredibly uh, um, fashion forward just they were. say modely they are ultimately. Yeah. I never got that. No, I never yeah. heard about that. I used to do mail models. Lots of pork pie hats. It's, a, it's, an, it's, a, it's an interesting industry to say the least. What's a pork pie hat? Um, it's a kind of hat worn by douchebags. <laughs> Jersey douchebags? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, maybe not Jersey douchebags. Think about the conversation we just had and then put. I, oh, speaking context. speaking of um, anal probing, <laughs> Sheborg Sheborg includes all kinds of actual anal probing. Oh it's my! So weird. And I, there's a great line. It's like, how do you get information from that? <laughs> are we talking about cyborg or Sheborg or uh, both? Did yes. you just show up? We're, we're talking about both. Now, we're talking about this the is, things. This is a point in this semester where nobody gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> we're just trying to get through it. All right, I'll do a reset. Hi, welcome to Because You Watch Star Crash. Zoom. And Zoom. Allow me to share with you one of my favorite lines from this uh, fine film. It's from the introduction, which apparently lots of people have found uh, sample worthy over the years. Restore it. Why? 
I like the death. I like the misery. I like this world. And my comment <laughs> to my colleagues when I sent this was, uh, sounds like he's talking about 2020, am I right? Yeah. yeah. The, this movie haven't was... heard that joke like 80 million times over the course of 2020. This so movie was prophetic. Throw it in again. Uh, Method Man used it for his solo, uh, the introduction to his solo, solo album, Judgment Day. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Is that why? It, is that why you said to Cal? Because I'm like, yeah. wait, I don't. Okay. Method Man. Yeah, you're I know. All I need, need to get by. by. Uh. My Method Man's my favorite. He's nice. Yeah, not really, but he's up what? there. What? He's up there. <laughs> you were you hear his go his uh his can red man and Method Man. Can we trust anything you say, Vanderpool? No, no. we can't. No, I'm a narcissist. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm resentful. So, who's your favorite Wu Tang Clan member? Method Man. What? The? Okay. But he's not my favorite rapper. Well, uh, that's fine. I mean, he's up there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, KRS-One. Yeah? Yeah. The bridge is over. Anyways. I'm a pimp by blood, not Relay Sean. That's not KRS-One. Yeah, it is. That's? That's from Boogie Down Productions. KRS-One. Yeah, he's from... Okay, anyways. You right. guys are now pissing away my reset here. <laughs> 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 so allow me to reset Alan's reset. Mike Thank Vanderpool, you. Michael Klink, Dr. Alan Barris, and some guy who we're paying way too much to do a job he's not doing very well at all. Here because we watched Wish. Star Crash, <laughs> oh, Season 3, Apocalyptic Films, talking about Cyborg, the end of not only America, Wait. but the end of canon films. <laughs> they oh, that's went, sad. They went bankrupt yeah. after this. But this film a, didn't make money. I have a question. You always do. I, I do. Alan, yes. Vanderpool. What is a cyborg? A cybernetic organism, a combination of a fleshy organic creature and some manner of machine. Okay, so how is she a cyborg? So if I, hold on, stop. Okay. She got mechanical parts. Hey, yeah, dude, I, didn't you see that? Yeah, Horrible I know she does, but like it seemed like her skin wasn't even her skin. It seemed like everything was just robot and not cyborg. Murphy's skin wasn't his skin. Wait, and what? He was still a cyborg. Wait, in, uh, Robocop. Wait, no, because she remember the flashback. They, she's introduced as a human, and they yeah. say they have to add the cybernetics to her in order for her to accomplish yeah, her mission. Yeah, but then she takes off her, her 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 hair. Yeah, which is creepy, and then you can see all the inner workings of stuff. Yeah, and then her hands. I guess they're gloves, but it didn't look, really look like hands. It looked like just yeah. mechanical things. So I didn't. And know we what, get a close up of those that kind of yeah. lead us to think there's something weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't know Definitely what was weird. what was hers. Still. Clink, I have a question for you. It's an interesting question. If I swallowed a battery and have not yet passed it, does that make me a cyborg? I hope not. <laughs> it just makes you horribly constipated. Oh, An God. incredibly stupid cyborg, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I was probably going to die then. I yes. mean, I didn't say it was going to be a D-cell. Come on now. <laughs> but, so... I'm going... talking hearing aid battery. <laughs> so Go... it might have passed. I don't know. Going back to the Cyborg. to Robocop, though, he still had, like, his internal organs. And, oh, yes, he did. And his he hand. He still had organic parts. Yeah. And his hand, except for the sequel, the, the remake where she they didn't, didn't even have organic eyes. Remember exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So There's I'm... still something fleshy in there. I just don't know what. I bet it was her vagina. Oh, my God. Why'd you say with an R? <laughs> I don't know. Did I? I did, didn't I? I said for <laughs> Well, that's how it's you pronounce it. It's not dirty if you say it wrong. <laughs> that's how you pronounce it, North Carolina, where they shot this film. <laughs> I was just there. Don't, wow. don't mess with me. Clay. So would she then be an android? Would this be call, better What's be the, called yeah, android? Yeah, what is the difference between an android yes. and a cyborg? Data is an android. An android is an actual machine. Oh, complete like machine. Yeah. 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 
No, well, she started out as a human. So yeah, I don't, so. I don't know. Uh, I think... And incidentally, they do refer to her as a skin job at one point, which is the a Blade slur Runner, right? against. Yep, it's a slur against replicants from Blade Runner. Surely you might have to edit that out just because skin. Oh, what I was about to say it again. Wow, that's a derogatory term, and we don't want to offend our cyborg friends. Cy- cyborg our friends and our Android. Uh, Android yeah. cyborg replicant uh, audience, because that would be bad. I've seen the anchor <laughs> metrics. I no we idea. don't have any of those listening. You're good. Yeah. Yet. Well, we have to prepare for the future. Yes. We got to prepare Thank for you, 2030. Alan. We don't want to be canceled. Anyways. Yes. Um. So <laughs> this movie, uh, <sighs> the female lead is Pearl. Correct. She's the one. Or no, wait. Is who who's the who's the cyborg that has the information? That's Pearl. That's Pearl. Okay, she's not the female lead though. Well, that's what that's Pearl what I'm saying. Prophet. Pearl Prophet. Okay. Yeah, and then there is uh, another female character. There's actually two other female characters. One that becomes Navy Simmons. His his uh, sidekick is is yep. Van Dam's sidekick, and then the other one, Haley, is side is um, um, Van Dam's adopted daughterish kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like up, kid sister, I think, but still same idea. Well, he was banging her mom, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Kind of, was it the becomes, mom or was it the older sister? Uh, I don't know. It's older sister, now. I think. Which yeah. again, oh. it's look, he's looking out way. for. Her, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. This isn't Pornhub. Let's not get these stories started here. <laughs> oh my man! Oh man! What are we talking about? Well, did you guys have any WTF moments? Doctor Love just took us off the rails. Freaking it. Alan, that's my <laughs> job, damn it. <laughs> so always, I always have an issue with this. If you're part of a, an organization that is okay with murder, like crazy, then how are your members not murdering one another? Yeah. It's the Honor co- among thieves yeah. in some cases. I guess, but it seems like in certain other cases <clears throat> with these type of groups, they'll steal from one another. Or they'll just, it, it'd be like almost an anarchy group where anything goes, yet they still have a hierarchy, so it's not an anarchy group, and they still have an idea of rules, even though anything goes and anything they do is fine. You got something for us, Dr. Lowe? I don't really. I'm uh, <laughs> trying to, to lean think. In. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Uh... Let's see. We've got the Slingers, which would be um, uh, Jean Claude's uh, uh, organization. The uh, uh, that, and then we've got whatever this weird pirate crew that is attached to um, Fender. to uh, Fender. And they are pirates. They're called pirates. Well, pirates and murderers and just plain old scumbags. So. Pirates without a boat. No, they, they get on a boat. Yeah, but they, they got a boat. They, they steal a boat. They steal a boat. That's, and how, murder, that's how pirates get their boats. They murder They're not born with them. What? <laughs> they're not born I on a boat. I guess technically you are correct. <laughs> but on. they did not have a letter of mark, so they are not have operating. You, have you not pirates. seen Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> he, got, he stole all his boats. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, is gone, so. so the slinger is a term referencing gunslinger, but contrary yes. to popular belief, and I learned this on Thank the you, IMDB. Shit. The gunslinger is actually a term from the early 20th century and not from the Old West, which is where I think some people think it's from. At least that's what they would be correct. Me. Yes. So this isn't like gunslinger as in uh, Roland Aviliad? 
Yeah. Let's Did not ever... even sully the great name of Roland of Gilead by bringing him up in this conversation. I mean, if you uh, so pause for a second. If All anybody serve the beam, if anybody has not read the the, the Dark Tower series, plug it, your ears for the next ten seconds. It is. It is. No, it's no. It's very very good. You think so? I liked it actually. I love it. I you didn't like finish it? it. I didn't finish it. I mean, he does take a uh, Stephen King does take a big break and he stops doing drugs and cleans himself up and he does get kind of. He got hit by a damn van. Eh. <laughs> Whatever. He nearly died. Whatever, Alan. Wait a minute, Barris. He stopped doing drugs when he got hit by the van. That's when I stopped. Uh, I feel I like think that... he had technically stopped doing the coke at least prior to that. But geez, if I got hit by a van, I think that's probably when I'd start. Well, Gosh. he was on a lot of painkillers. That's after that. yeah. Anyways, because it did nearly kill him. You ever notice when Shirley talks, it kind of brings us to a grinding halt? Man, just... It's only I because don't... your resentment just <laughs> <laughs> hits him like a wave and then we get stuck. Um, what else do we have in this movie? We usually do WTF moments. I have a WTF moment. Which, what's, what's your WTF moment? When, when Fender, uh, Fender, who is a very like stoic, upright, solid character walking everywhere, runs. There's one scene where he actually runs down the stairs going after Van Damme with his henchmen. And, like, it was really out of character for him. Like, wait a second. He was walking and kind of cool everywhere else he goes. A dude like that's not going to run. Yeah, and it seems like... Because with... later on, he caught up with him in the yeah in the desert, yeah, yeah. whatever. And he's walking when he caught up yeah, with him in the desert. Exactly. I didn't notice that. And it seems like when he's walking... They don't pay <clears throat> me enough to run. Yeah. Well, he also seems like he's the type to send his minions out and exactly. weaken the guy. Because he weakened Van Damme yeah. the first time. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, he's weak. Let me fight him now. Yeah. To show how tough I am. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really odd. That, I didn't that, notice that. Yeah, that made that was weird. I have the old knife in the shoe. The, the yeah, the old knife in the shoe trick gets him every time. Because Van Damme, <laughs> the stringer. Yeah, he had a knife in his shoe, and I was like, wait, wait, he never, we never once talked about that. Yeah. He never once just said, boop, up, oh, the shoe has a knife. And and it's like the Karate Kid. The first time it works, and then the second time he tries it, doesn't work. That's right. Like the crane kick. Yeah. She does that in Sheborg. The crane kick? Yeah. Ah. Sheborg is like just taking every they, line from every movie, like the best lines of every movie, and trying to make them all into one. Does the thing. person try and sweep the leg, and that's why she does the crane kick? I can't remember. It was late. I think my WTF moment, <laughs> among other things, was uh the fact that uh gibson has every like cool weapon that a teenage boy would think would be awesome he has a weird like multi-barrel uh paint gun that uh paintball gun that doesn't really do all that much except he occasionally kills people with it but it looks really cool and he has a katana at one point when he loses it or it vanishes right yeah he loses it at some point and then he has a kukri which is an even cooler weapon Mm -hmm. which what's a kukri the bent knife Uh, okay gotcha used by the gurkhas originally it's awesome and like that's my and he had the cool (laughs) boot knife so everything is like it's like a, like a thirteen year old boy armed this guy. And like, then it, I'm gonna give him every cool weapon. And then it ends with him punching. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, all these yeah. weapons, dude. Oh gonna... wait, no, it isn't just in with him punching. Uh, Clink, if you'll assist me in this, uh, this Ooh. is my other WTF moment. Just follow my lead. Yeah! <laughs> That's his other weapon. It is. 
slow motion. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. slow motion. Yeah. So uh, I, I forgot to mention this because you guys were talking about the names. I paused it when I first found out his name, and it was an hour and 20 minutes in, in the movie. I don't remember them saying his name beforehand at all. They really don't make a big deal out of it. There's really no there's no dialogue in this movie. There's dialogue. It's very... Not, not a lot. It, 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 I, I was messaging you guys when I first was watching the first part of the movie, and it felt like it was the Tommy Wiseau type. He, Van Damme in the <laughs> yeah. flashback with his hair reminded me of Wiseau. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hi, guys. Oh, oh, oh hi, Jean-Claude. <laughs> oh, here we are in the well. Don't worry about it, huh? I'll t- I t- I make you safe. Don't worry about it. I make you safe. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there are not one but two cat fights in this movie. Yeah. Or female fights. Are you allowed to call them cat fights? I don't know. I'm going to say female fights. That's that. Yeah, let me rewind there. No, can't. it's appropriate to use the sexist term for them because they're <laughs> technically sexist and showing up in this movie. It was the so 80s. There you go. Yeah. All of the 80s were sexist. Yes. What? Who went? Who was fighting? Uh, oh, the sidekick both times. The first time she yeah. cut off that the female, the tough female pirate's hand. Hand. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, the Lucky second shot. Time, right. <laughs> and then the second time was um, when they were in Atlanta, quote unquote Atlanta. And at night, yeah. she was fighting somebody that was attacking the, the cyborg lady. Yeah, yeah. I was really upset with Van Damme or Gibson, we'll use because the character, when uh, they were sitting by the campfire and he pulled the blanket up. <laughs> I was so like, that's oh! that's a stereotypical hero, though. Like he yeah. she starts uh, like they're at the beach and she starts to take off his, her clothes. So then he turns his back, but then he sneaks a peek. Yeah. That's the hero thing. And then because he lost his love, I even wrote this down too. Because he's lost his love, the chase hero decides to be the hero and not take advantage. So not like Deathstalker. No. Remember oh, the no. intro to Deathstalker? Death Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was originally so when I thought about taking notes for this movie, I was like, F that. Um, <laughs> I decided that I was going to call the characters of of Fender's posse. By some visual feature. <laughs> so we had, you know, a uh, uh, shoulder pad guy. A lot of them are shoulder pad guy, though, aren't they? The hairy shoulder pad guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, then you also had Mr. Nipples. The guy that was looked like John Cena running around topless the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looked like the whole cast was uh, professional wrestlers, in all honesty. They were pretty big and buff. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You noticed that, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> When's your subscription to Mattel for you? <laughs> Jokes on you. Somebody's been sending it to me for free. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess some of those characters were actually uh, people who played multiple roles because they were all, you know, some of them were masked, like oh, the yeah. Foot Clan looking people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and Alan, you probably know this better than I do. There is a muscular guy, and that's, that's really not very descriptive. <laughs> okay. There was a muscular there was guy. There a down to the men. What? Anyways, uh, it's towards the end, I want to say. Big muscular guy. He, he's he been in other movies. He didn't have any lines in this one. He's like, a, I think he's a Russian, usually. He's like usually a Russian gangster. He's older now. Um, was it the one that got killed by the knife when he was doing the splits n- above him? That guy? No, not that guy. Crap. I'm not going to remember. Anyways, yeah, continue. I, I... Uh, the crucifixion 
scene was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, they oh, literally cool. crucified him. No, they didn't. Oh, you mean in the movie they did? Like, not... It, that wasn't practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> they did not literally crucify Because him. that was another kind of WTF moment when Van Damme is, is on the crucifix and struggling and kicking, but his pants don't move. I'm like, oh, that's the harness that's holding him in place. Well, thank God his pants didn't move. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, incidentally, my comment in my notes here is if only Jesus had sweet kickboxing skills. <laughs> well, to be fair, but they nailed himself right off that. Oh, well, to be fair, he they nailed his feet down and they didn't nail Jean Claude Van Damme's feet down. Yeah, well, they must that's not have read the Bible. <laughs> Fender didn't read the Bible, <laughs> didn't know how to crucify somebody. I like the fact that, oh this- man, I should have thought of that. <laughs> I like how this movie, um, uh, uh, I don't know if I... Yeah, I really like this movie. I was going to talk about how it wasn't about water. Because you know how so many post-apocalyptic films are about water? This was about, like, saving humanity, even though... What? Ooh, Clink found something good. Oh, so the guy I'm thinking of, his name is Stefanos Meltsakatic. Mixelplex. Are you on Parlor, Clink? No. Is that what you're looking (laughs) (laughs) at? It does look like Milo's name, yeah, a little bit. He recently died. That's wow. sad. He was, in, he was in five Way Van Damme films. Mood, so what was, his, what was his character's name? Uh, hold on. Oh, my goodness. This uh, this episode was brought to you by um, Waiting to Xylo. Exhale. X-Y-L-O, Xylo. Huh. Like Xylophone. There you go. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Continuing um, the musical instrument theme very bad. As long as we don't have Piccolo. So Alan had a, a different Alan had a quote, and he stole like the really only quote in this whole thing. I don't I think have a are, quote. Oh, there's other quotes. Are you sure? I couldn't come up with any. I mean, besides oh, I the ah few. thing, which that was a big quote for me. Yeah. Oh yes, was lots was like, of yas. The entire uh, third act is just ah yeah, yeah screaming. It's blue light, rain, and screaming. <laughs> yeah. There was one when um, after uh, I didn't know his name at the time, so I said our hero. But after Gibson kills a guy uh, to save the girl uh, towards the, in the middle there, he, uh, when asked if our hero likes the killing or if he ever gets used to it, he goes, I didn't make this world. And the girl says, yeah, you only live in it. I thought that was nice. Okay, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? Yeah, I just work here, man. Yeah. No, no, well, I mean, it, it, it's the same thing as the beginning where the bad guy was saying what Alan would just said towards the beginning, yes. too, of he loves this world. And he's the slinger, Roland, is trying to just get through it. Not Roland, Gibson. It's kind of how I feel about where we work. <laughs> Not solely the name of the gunslinger. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I didn't have any quotes. That, then again, I didn't feel like taking notes. Cause All right, Vanderpool? so I've yeah. got a few others. Let, let Alan go. No, I was just going to say you can just run back the best quote from Zardoz. What was that? Something about the gun being... Good. The penis is evil. Yep. Yes. Yes. That one yes. right there. Penis is evil. Yes. yes. All right. So we've got uh, at one point our huge, tough, butch, incredibly dangerous villain tells uh, Pearl, don't look down on me. As if he is a 12 year old that uh, that I really enjoyed. <laughs> then uh, we've got. The one of the thugs, when finally facing off against Jean Claude, tells him very confidently, "I kill sliggers," and then gets his ass killed very quickly after that, almost comically fast. 
Which, and then finally, we have the end line of the movie, which Pearl shares with us. It's strange, but I feel he's the real cure for this world, which just, like, no, any world that Jean-Claude Van Damme is the cure for is a coke-filled, weird, bad choreography world that we don't need to live in. Thank you very much. Did you guys watch any of that uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson thing I shared with you? Why did you share that with us? Probably It was a while back. I remember on Slack. I started watching it. It's on uh, Prime. Uh, it is John Claude Van Damme. It's a one season action fiction thing that they made in 2016. Um, I started watching it, but I was hoping that you would watch it and tell me about it, Clink. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like we do with everything here. Uh, <sighs> ain't that fence. But anyway, how much? I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about in this film, or should we start planning for uh, next season? So I know, I know, I'm gonna go there again, and I'm beating a dead horse. But I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna, if you are crucified, one, you're not getting a lot of that. Two, how does he heal so quickly from that? The next thing we see him, yeah. they're just little dots on his on his wrists. Maybe it's a time lapse. At least they crucified him in the appropriate location. That is the desert. Duh. It's not the desert. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> the beach. It's sand. On Same a thing. mast. Same thing. That that An shot. appropriately weight bearing part of the human <laughs> That that this movie is shot fairly well, right? Like the whole foreshadowing oh, yeah. of that uh ship in the background with that as the cross and Fender comes in in the background and like like Sin- Canon did a really good job with a lot of the movies that they made. I don't know why I think Electric Boogaloo, that film, talks about why they kind of went bankrupt, but probably just tried to do too much. I think they were making they were making like thirty five movies a year or some nonsense, wow. like just trucking shit out. And they were, and it was pretty much all video store fodder. Yeah, I mean, I have very, very few of these movies actually saw theaters for the most part. I think Cyborg did, if I remember right. Yeah, because Van Damme was uh, after Kickboxer. It was pretty big. It was yeah. pretty big. Kickboxer. Um, Time Cop. No, that's later. No, that on. was later Time on. Time Cop. Oh jeez! I, I mean, we should have watched that. What's the other one? Uh, Just... Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. Uh, was his really big Kumite. one. Kumite. Street Fighter. Yeah, never seen it. It's okay. Yeah, but it's when... terrible, and it makes you sad about Raul Julia. But little kid me, it was amazing. Street Fighter. I love playing the game, yeah. and then I'm watching the movie, and he's Guile for some reason. Yeah, but I think I think Kick uh, Bloodsport was his biggest movie i think yeah yeah I think and arguably the one that holds up the best yeah. i think too uh this is this is fun i mean you can watch cyborg multiple times but it's mostly because you can watch it with the sound off and not lose <laughs> it i did have the captions on last night to try to pick up more but i think i was falling in and out of sleep mm. well that it, and you had the time we saw it's okay you, you're gonna be all you're gonna be, you're gonna be all right gonna be all right <laughs> i can't talk it's okay you just take your pants off and run towards that water and everything will be all right. Wow. Yeah. We should be sponsored by Mouthwash. We're a bunch of filthy... <laughs> you, you guys are. So, um, what else should we talk about? Anything else or should we just... Fucking... What did you learn? Well, I'm helping. What did See, I I'm learn? I'm helping. I learned that... <laughs> Enjoying watching two shirtless men beat each other up doesn't make you gay. I mean, you should have known that beforehand. I, but I don't know. This film felt very homoerotic to me. Really? Oh, it's yeah. a very homoerotic film. Yeah. How? There's lots of there's lots of the same sweaty way, <sighs> gruntiness and the same way professional <laughs> wrestling does. 
Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, professional the... wrestling is just pretty much dudes in their underwear and yeah. Well, this was dudes in fancier underwear. <laughs> yes, that's a good way of putting it. So, if I'm understanding this correctly then, hyper masculinity can easily tip over into homoerotic. Oh hell yes. Yeah. Which makes it kind of funny that you have stereotypically hyper masculine people, hyper masculine men, people, uh, being homophobic. Yeah, that's that's their problem. It's funny. They're in denial. Oh my. Okay. Should I say that out loud? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> I don't care. You should. I don't care anymore. This podcast could get you fired, man. <laughs> Whatever. How? We're good. Yeah, yeah we're, we're good. fine. Um, no, but what did I learn? I learned that, you know what? When you look back on what you loved most in your childhood, prepare to be disappointed. Because that split scene, I remember it iconic. And when I saw it again last night, I was like, oh, okay. Dude, if that was your favorite thing about your childhood, that was a sad time growing up, man. It's just sad. Freaking John Claude. You know what I learned? I learned that I'm overpaying, surely. That's what I learned. <laughs> Well, uh, so about the childhood thing, that's why I'm scared to watch Never Ending Story. I know you said it holds up, but... It definitely holds up. I I'm, I don't want to... It's wanna, definitely not this. Well, yeah, yeah but I don't want to, you know, the Falcor thing and, and, and the horse, and I don't it, want that to be diminished at all. It, it'll make you still... It'll still make you cry. Okay. Excuse me. It's what, a sad scene, man. What did you learn? Well, the whole hypermasculinity. Oh, so you learned the same thing I did? Wait, you... That avocado's a fruit? <laughs> I said that once, and then you guys. Anyways, we got to wait and then have the callback later on, and it's funnier that way. Is it? Man, you guys are ruining it. Yeah, well, well, by the time that podcast is released, and yeah, exactly. this one is released in the year twenty forty. <laughs> but uh, no, so the whole uh, uh, hyper masculinity, which I thought this was just a, a manly thing of, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna save the world, type thing. No, skate porn. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what is your fascination with that? I'm fascinated with all porn. <laughs> just, so there's no. It's <laughs> so we're fair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, except the kind in, you find in Leviticus. Alan, what did you learn? <laughs> wow. I learned that when you are a huge, buff, terrifying looking villain, you don't have to work very hard at delivering your lines. So, for example, when uh, at one point, I think it's Pearl tells uh, Fender to go to hell, and his response is simply, been there. <laughs> like, no attempt yeah. at even bothering to deliver it. It's just, he doesn't have to try. He doesn't have to be a good actor. He's just there to kick your ass. And that's all he cares about. <laughs> which that's, the, that's what I need to be. Which then that end scene... I could tell that we're going to do spoilers because this is an old movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then scene, he gets stabbed in the chest. He lays down and he acts dead. And then he gets up, which you could tell he's going to get up. He gets he's up. A, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is what happens in all of his movies. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Every single it, damn one of not them. Not even his. Every single movie action movie. from the 80s. Yeah. Right? Every yeah. single action movie. Pretty close. Well, <laughs> so much so that the last action hero starring Arnold Schwarzenegger... Oh, yeah, had yeah. that happen in there because that's a part of it. And the kid yeah. even called it out. Yeah. That so I... that happening, which again, he would have just died from that. Cause that's straight up into the heart. Besides the, and again, not a doctor, <laughs> 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 but, 
But then he gets then hooked onto that. What is that? That fish hook? A meat hook. It was like a, a meat hook? Like a meat dragging hook. Some kind of meat hooky thing. Uh, it could have been like an ice dragging hook. No, because those are different. I don't know. Some kind of hook that you have hanging in your grass. Random, random it's hook. It's a convenient hook. Yeah. And he's like three feet off, like two feet off the ground uh, or yeah, something. Yeah, that's, I noticed that too. Kind of like, crazy. Van Dam kicked him and he kind of like in the next cut was up three feet higher than yeah. what he actually would have been. He just Peter panned right into position. <laughs> Are you yawning at our podcast early? Yes. Uh, me too. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. So um, I think we've got a couple options here, right? We could do the traditional bonus episode if we wanted. Um, Are we doing Sheborg then? I don't know. It's up to you guys. I mean, or Cyborg 2. We, we can vote because there's three of us that matter. You're not doing Cyborg 2. Why? So did you know, though, uh, Cyborg, this movie is a prequel to th- two other films that were made but not Cyborg 2 and 3. It was part of a trilogy that Arn, Arn, whatever his name is. Uh, Pune, Pune, the director? Yeah, Pune wrote. Um, so it's part of it. It's weird because it's part of a trilogy, but it's also a prequel to Cyborg 2 and 3. Wait a minute. What's the director's last name? Alan, spell it. It's Pune. It's P-Y-U-N. He's... Albert Pune. Okay, his last name sounds like every sound effect from Star Wars. Pune, Pune. Pune. So, so that's what I learned. Yeah, it's there. You go. No, there's an air. He's not very smart. You ever see those that that meme Neither of Princess Leia holding the 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 blaster and she's shooting out church pews? No, that's hilarious. Because it's pew pew. That's hilarious. There's right. no uh, n in pew. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm going to leave it open to you. I vote for whatever you guys vote for. <laughs> <laughs> so if we both vote for opposite things. Well, first we're going to decide. I'll break the tie. I'll have the fifth what? vote. <laughs> first, we're going to decide: Are we even going to do a bonus episode? Is there anything that's worthwhile for us to 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 close this whole up? I mean, because today we didn't even really talk about whether or not it was an apocalyptic film. We just went with that assumption. I right? mean, it, oh, it's an apocalypse. It yeah. was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but is there anything else you think that might be worth uh, checking out here? I know we could maybe even bring in Ward to talk about Omega Man because we talked about that mm. earlier. Um, and Ward's Omega always Man's a good time. Fun. Omega Man is a fun movie. I got it. Omega Man. I think I've seen that one actually. Um, you know, we could. I don't really think Sheborg is is worth doing. I mean, you guys should probably see it, and you can make a determination from there. But like, it's hyper. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't there a sequel to Hell Comes to Frogtown? Do I remember that correctly? Yes, you did remember uh, that. Correctly. Hey, what if we uh, circle back completely, Alan, and watch one of the other uh, Mad Max films? Yeah, because I, See, I was originally going to recommend film. Fury Road because it's the best out of the Mad well, Max movies. Let's, let's let's do well. Let's do that then. Let's end on a high note. Should we do that? More. It is. A, it is a remarkably well done movie. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do a double dip? Let's do Sheborg and Fury Road. <laughs> oh God. All right, I'm good with that. Yeah, heaven help us. Um, and yeah, then, that sounds good. And then, uh, you know, next week being well, <laughs> Thanksgiving for those of us in reality. Those of you listening to this now, it's probably 2034. Hopefully, we'll release it Thanksgiving 2034. If sure. Um, if it is 2034, can I ask them a question? Yeah. In the future. Okay. How are the flying cars <laughs> and the pills of of food? Because. And 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 the and the tubes that take us everywhere. Yes. That's Why don't you just go there yourself, Marty? Figure it out. Well, <laughs> wait until I get my DeLorean. Um, Jerk. Just a matter of time. So so do we want to try to do? The campus will be closed next Wednesday, but I mean we could uh, always just zoom zoom it. 
Zoom, zoom, zoom. I mean, since we all have decent microphones. Yeah, no, I'll be on the road, but I think I can. I think where I'm going will handle it. That's what it was. So there was a movie I wanted to do instead of Zardoz, but I couldn't find it. So I didn't want to. But it's called Warriors of the Apocalypse or Searchers of of the Voodoo Mountain. Is it by oh. D'Argento? I don't know. Because if, if it's if it's one of the Argentine Italian movies, I'm down. It's a Filipino produced Mad Max ripoff. No. Oh. Okay, so why don't we skip? I couldn't sh- find it though. Let's. Oh, you couldn't find it. No, that's why. That's why I'm, that's why I'm uh, saying. Oh, I thought you meant you couldn't remember what it was when we. No, I mean, I, I couldn't find okay. the movie at all. Like I looked, searched on YouTube and I just searched for the movie on Google and I couldn't find anything. Well, if we if we can find that, then we'll substitute that one for Sheborg. If not, Sheborg's our fallback. There we go. So let's, uh, uh, in case we don't actually shoot another episode, because that's a realistic possibility in the world today, uh, what are we going to do for next season? We've talked about time travel movies. We've talked about movies with wrestlers. <laughs> that's true. We did. Um, you know, lots of, or we talked about potentially just a kind of a best of season. Like we just pick movies that we want to, no matter what they're from or what they are, kind of. We also talked about movies that we did talk about that we haven't talked about. Yeah. That's that we all. mentioned, I should say. We, we could do this whole season of Lost Episodes. <laughs> oh, boy. No, could, but movies that we, we uh, uh, reference to but don't actually lot. talk about too much. Okay. Like I reference Showgirls all the time. So Showgirls, you know. Ice Pirates. He just wants us to watch, and you just want us to, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be good for next season, right? Yeah. Keep well, it fresh and popping. Because I... What Give us that? an excuse to go back through our back catalog and see what we've referred to. I'm going to recommend Never Ending Story. <laughs> ah, I hope that's good then. Yes, it was. Right be. after Showgirls. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a big change, but okay. Do a um, double episode. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I honestly haven't looked into it yet, but I don't think there are going to be a lot of bad 80s, because I like the bad 80s movies personally, but the bad 80s t- time travel-ish movies. Okay. There's a lot of time travel movies, but... I don't know. I like a lot of them. Okay. Time Cop's amazing. Is that Van Damme? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never seen you can't it. touch your previous self because two this two objects can't occupy the same space, so then they explode and Why? they erase from existence. Why don't you guys just do a season of Van Damme movies? You know, Ugh, and no. ignoring <gasps> what ignoring what Shirley said and Wait. going back to what you said. Yeah. If God didn't want us to touch it, he wouldn't have put it within reach. <laughs> no, like. Oh. We 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 could do Van Damme. What's the other guy? The, Steven the Seagal. Guy. Yes, Squinty guy. Steven Seagal. Squinty guy. I thought he was racist white guy. Well, that too, but he always squints, and he, yeah, and he worked he for the CIA. And you could he, count the number of times he does that little arm breaking move. Like it's like a hundred <laughs> each film. And there's a few other guys that I can't think of their names, but I can picture them. Like Very Dolph much Lundgren, because uh, Lundgren and uh, Van Damme did Universal Soldier together, mm-hmm. which yep. is an incredibly terrible movie. Uh, and he also did an amazing movie called Master of the Universe. Yeah. <sighs> I'll sigh for you, Alan. So, Alan, <laughs> is there a uh, rule for doctors that you are part of this club where you're not allowed to, to make fun of each other? Or is there like a... Oh, a... oh hell no. We're <laughs> academics. We're allowed to rag on each other all the time. Because Dolph Lundgren is a doctor. Mm-hmm. He has a PhD. Okay. I, I don't know if anybody knew that. Did you guys see Rocky 2? Or uh, Creed 2? No, I haven't seen Creed 1. Oh, my gosh. Creed 2 made me cry like a baby. Granted, my dad died when it came out. So oh, it was, well, yeah, yeah, that would be a <laughs> But it was an amazing movie. Creed 2. What made you think movie. of that? Dolph Lundgren is in Creed 2. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he is fights. He? Yeah, Apollo Creed's son fights Dolph Lundgren's son. Huh. It's good. 
Hmm. It's good. I want to see those. Those look like yeah, they're, Rockies they're, were good. They're really good. Except for the last Rocky. Highly recommended. Rocky Five is the best Rocky. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> uh, Rocky One. You knock him down, try knocking me down. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that ends in a street fight? Yeah, dude. Oh, with geez. Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Tommy Gunn. Touch me and I'll sue. <laughs> Such great lines in that movie. <laughs> God. Uh, all right. Well, any anyway, we'll do something next time. <laughs> we'll do things we'll and stuff and we'll talk. Yep. Yep. We'll talk on the Slack. And hopefully next time the Slack. Next time we meet, <laughs> things will be better. There'll be a, a cure. For this world. <laughs> uh, it's there called Gibson. It's called Van Damme. Yeah. No, it's called Gibson. Gibson's a cure for the world, not Van Damme. Maybe well, just because Gibson looks better in tight leather pants. Maybe what Pune was trying to tell us was He's that actually wearing velvet, as I recall. Barris, <laughs> <laughs> is that why you like him so much? Because you're partial to velvet yourself? What? I am partial to velvet, but not baggy like that. Maybe. <laughs> Gotta be tight. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't hug the nuts and you're fighting, that's it's right. Little, it's, it's, anything loosey goosey down there when you're fighting is just not fun. Trust me. Uh, um, tell that to the Spartans. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but do you think that Pune, uh, by naming the characters after musical uh, instrument companies, was really trying to make a statement that music is really the cure and can heal us all? If we all just sang songs together, heal the world. Make it a better place. For you and for me. We and, are the world. And the entire human race. We are the children. <laughs> That's a different song. Is it? Yeah. They're what both Michael Jackson the songs. the world needs now. That's a different one. Else. Yep. Love, sweet love. Alan, can you help us make it more serious? I want Alan to sing. No. <laughs> Dr. Love. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to allow this to spin right into yep. <laughs> All right. Surely you could have cut this five minutes ago. If you're still listening in the edit, stop it now. All right, from me, Mike Vanderpool, Michael Klink, Dr. Alan Barris, a.k.a. Dr. Love. L-U-V love. And the guy who talks way too fucking much. Oh, my much. God. Surely, uh. surely you suck. <laughs> bye, folks. Say bye, bye folks. folks. Bye.